It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 11 to 1, Monday Motivation. Motivation. On LMFM. Yes, it's Monday Motivation time and I met my next guest back when I was starting out in my career here in LMFM, so around 2008. And I always think it was destiny because she came into my life at a time when I was really unsure about what I was doing and where I was going. And one of the things that we talked at length about was a book called The Secret. And it was a book that I just started reading. And after chatting with her for a while, uh, I realised that she was putting a lot of what the book teaches into practice in her daily life. I've met her on and off over the years and every time I speak to her I'm instantly put in a positive mood. She's always kind of seeing the bright side of things. She's an accredited master coach with the International Authority for Professional Coaching and Mentoring. So she coaches people in life and in business. She also mentors teens to be their best selves in her brilliant PALS programme which she runs in the local schools. And she joins me now to give us much Monday motivation. How are you doing B Flanagan? Well, Sinead, I am really feeling buzzed up after that intro. Thank you so much. That's brilliant. How well, are you? I'm great. I'm great. Well, it's the truth, you know, because I, when we spoke back in 2008, I was, I was at that sort of, what am I going to do? I wasn't sure that LMFM had a full-time job for me at the time. It was all very, very up in the air. And myself and yourself got chatting about this wonderful book, The Secret, which I always dip in and out of. And we, we got chatting about sort of the importance of gratitude and everything else. But yes. what was it through your introduction to I suppose law of attraction that attracted you to the life that you're leading now as a coach or how did you get into this? Well it's not amazing when you think back to 2008 Sinead look at you now 2019 <laughs> It's mad you're, you're, You've got your own show you've got the Imro Awards I mean how life can just take on the great switch when we change our mindset when Absolutely That's what it is that we really want to achieve Well done congratulations Oh, Thank you Thank you Brilliant. so much Super year. I love your show. Uh, thanks. Um, thank you. I, I suppose 2008 when we met, I would have been just on the early part of my journey as well. So 2007 was when I read The Secret. And I remember reading it today and thinking, I could have written that. Yeah. Why didn't I write that book first? <laughs> you know, that's yeah. what went through my head because for the previous four years, I had been practicing all of that without realizing it was the law of attraction. It was phenomenal. I was using the power of visualization. I had the power of self-belief and determination to make a particular thing work. It was my personal life at the time. And I just was like, this needs to happen. And I didn't realize I was using all of that consistent belief and positive vision to make it happen until I read the book. I went, oh, my God, that's what I've been doing. 
So it was great to actually see that it is something that's very practical that we can put into place. Not always easy, Sinead. No, definitely not always easy. But you tell me then about the work that you do. How did you get into the life coaching then? So life coaching came into my mind probably about 13, 14, 15, 16 years ago, I'd say. I was knew I wanted to do something that was going to help empower other people. But it was my own probably personal journey I was going through. I was going through a very challenging time at that time. My marriage was coming to an end and I had two young kids and I wasn't really sure what I was going to do or how I was going to get the life that I wanted to have for myself and my kids. So I Googled life coaching, which would have been, I mean, we're only probably a few years into the internet at that stage, you know, uh, Googling life coaching. And I just felt this is what I would like to do. And it was very much about America at that stage. But I connected in with my fantastic mentor still to this day uh, Mindstream Coaching, who I now facilitate and train with. So I went and I did my diploma there and I realised this is what I want to do. Yeah, you're definitely one of those people that is absolutely living, you know, what they want to be doing in life kind of thing. It's not, oh, you yeah. don't see it as work. It's very much part of you. But what I love as well is tell me about the uh, the work that you're doing in schools because you're starting them young, as they say, on yeah. this mindset through the PALS yeah. programme. And I love this. It's positive, assertive life skills. Thanks, Sinead. I love it. I love it. What happened there was with my work with adults and uh, group coaching, you know, with workshops and things like that that I've done over the years, I was meeting people, particularly women, um, but mainly women in their 40s or 50s who are feeling very challenged. Negative thought process, not being able to make decisions based on positivity, more from a fear base. So they weren't really deciding. They were indecisive. And I just had no confidence, no real excitement about life mm. and I thought jeez imagine if we have to all go to 50, 60 and not really be happy now I mean that in the most uh, kindest way because life is very challenging I suppose I had learned through my own personal challenges that you can't shift the mindset so I thought otherwise I might have been the same today sitting mm. there in my 40s or 50s going oh life is, is challenging I'm not going to be able to do anything I believe in um, and I decided, how wouldn't it be great if we could start that process earlier? Maybe not make big changes earlier, but start the process so that by people, by the time people were in their twenties or thirties, they were starting to think differently, embrace, you know, a fearlessness that was like, I can be who I want to be, and I can do what I want to do, um, and enjoy setting goals that were for a passion they were about, not just because it was a ticking a box. Yes, absolutely. So that's kind of where. The inspiration came and I was like, how do I get into schools? But the universe brought me lots of different experiences to meet with young people. And I'd be chatting to them and they'd go, oh, B, I'd love if you could come into my school. Oh, imagine if you're in our school. And they were sowing the seeds for me. And I thought, listen, here's the opportunity. Make it happen. So I created PALS program. And that's probably going now nearly seven years. Um, and I put together a four-week program that I deliver to transition year students. I also have a one-off workshop that I deliver to first-year students. You know, that whole transition from primary school into Yeah, it's so school. tough. It is, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've also introduced this year my first primary school uh, PALS workshop for fifth and sixth class because what I'm experiencing now, Sinead, in the classrooms with 15 and 16-year-olds is that wouldn't it be great if we could get them now at 10 or 11 or 12 because that's a fundamental time for young people setting, you know, a mindset that will help them succeed and helping them to to 
really accept themselves and, and, and like who they are and be confident. It's not easy, but with the strategies that I would work with them, um, you can see positive changes quite quickly. Um, and from that, then I started to do my one-to-one calls. So that I work a lot with teenagers and young adults on self-confidence, self-belief, mm-hmm. goal setting, but also just on maybe career coaching, career planning, and just on life, reducing anxiety and being happy. You know, to be 18, 19, 20 now and feel free and happy is not always easy. No, and it's kind of a rare thing in a lot of ways as well, yeah. because, you know, you mentioned the buzzword there, anxiety, and a lot of people are, are experiencing this, particularly the young people. But, you know, take us back then to you, to your own sort of journey, Be you know, when you were in the, the pits, I suppose, in a lot of ways, you know, yeah. life was changing uh, around you, you know, the marriage falling apart, all of that sort of stuff. How did you change your attitude then instead of, you know, sitting in the corner and going, all of this is happening to me? Yeah. How do you take control in that scenario? Well, I suppose... The biggest motivation I had was I had two young babies that needed to be minded. So I needed to get my head in the zone for that. Um, And I was already kind of thinking how our mindset can actually help us feel better. So I had a huge network of support around me from my parents and my friends. But every time I look at a situation that was challenging, I would say to myself, "Okay, this could make me feel worse or this could make me stronger. What do I choose to do with this? And so as a result, it's not what happens that matters. It's how you react to it. So reacting to it and facing up to it. I think that was probably the biggest thing I learned, not to kind of withdraw and say, I can't do this, but tell people, be honest and say, I need help. I need support and kind of put it on the table and say, how can I make this happen? The thought process that I would work towards then was realizing that we had a choice. And I work like this with my clients as well because I couldn't experience, I couldn't practice this, Sinead, without mm. experiencing it. Yeah. You know, I have tough days. Absolutely, we all do. I have challenging moments. What I've done now is I've worked out the strategy that helps me switch it quite quickly and turning it around. And you might have to do that several times a day. So I look at how our thoughts are creating our feelings and our feelings create our actions. In a nutshell, a negative thought is going to create a negative feeling. And that feeling will help us create, bring us towards creating more negative actions, which are really reactions. Yes, yes. It's it's a total domino effect, isn't it? And that can happen. We've got 50, 60, 70,000 thoughts automatically running through our head. So we're going to stay there. It's nearly like stop, press the pause button, switch the CD over, you know, change the channel and implement a positive thought. Not always easy, but a positive thought that will then start to change the feelings. Because we relate to the feelings first. You know, when you meet somebody, or when we chat today, you'll say, how are you feeling, B? I'll tell you, say, I'm feeling good. You're not going to say to me, how are you thinking, B? Yes. But if you did, I'd know, you'd know how I felt. Because the thoughts are creating that. So a positive thought creates a positive feeling. The physiology changes in the body, becomes more positive. You become enthusiastic, energetic, happy. And then you become more proactive. So you want to get up out of the bed that 20 minutes earlier. You want to get to that meeting or that job or that situation because you're like thinking, this is what I want to do. Again, not always easy. Mm. But as I see when I work, particularly when I work with young people, this is probably when the light bulb moment goes on and they're like, I can choose. I'm like, yeah, if you're feeling anxious, absolutely. I'm not saying don't feel anxious, switch on a happy channel and be happy. We are saying, focus on that it is anxiety but how can we change it how can we what would you like to feel would you imagine today or could you know 
what every young person would say to me when I asked them how they would like to feel if they had a choice. Yes. What do you think they might say? Well, they'd want to feel good, wouldn't they? Yeah. They all say happy. Yeah. I want to feel happy. And it's helping them look at, right, how, what thoughts? I am really good at what I do. I am feeling happy. I am successful. I am amazing. That's one of my favourite ones. We say that in the classroom and they laugh at me today. And you know, actually, as you're saying it to me there, and I've seen this, the affirmations as you're talking about there, and a lot of people might be thinking, ah, listen, that's mumbo jumbo. It's really not. I remember it took me so, so long to actually pluck up the courage to do (laughs) this in a mirror. You have to say it out loud in a mirror. You have to get that mirror and you have to say, I am amazing, right? And you will yeah. feel a bit silly and a bit stupid initially. But once you keep doing it and keep doing it, it'll start to sink in, particularly for people who've been told that they're not good enough, yeah. they're nothing, that kind of thing. If yeah. you reinforce the positivity and from yourself, from yourself yeah. doing it, it really, really is an absolutely powerful thing. And I mentioned there before, um, or just when we came back after the news there, your your wonderful post on Thanksgiving Day about yeah, how you twisted yeah. little negative things into positive. And that's just a very, very small example of that, which I thought that was brilliant. Really, well, really it's, good. It's, it's, thank you. It's hard for, for sometimes for my clients in particular or for students that I'm in classrooms with. They're like, B, you're always positive. It's so easy for you. Like, oh, and I say, I know. <laughs> I, tell, it, I might make it look easy, but it has become a way of thinking for me. So, it becomes the norm. So when you have a challenge, the challenge doesn't overwhelm you like it would when you're in a challenging mindset all the time. It just feels like something else added to you. Whereas when you're in a positive, empowered mindset, you like, right, okay, there's the challenge. What can I do about it? You're thinking from a more positive way. It doesn't mean you don't have to deal with it. It just means you think about it differently. And I think that that's one of the biggest, I suppose, enlightened moments when you get that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Be I could t- chat to you all day, but I have uh, to just—I have to finish up one one question because I find that people who are like you, successful at living their best lives, putting their best foot forward, you have a very very specific morning routine. Can you share your morning routine with us? Absolutely. So I would usually start my morning routine the night before. Would you believe when I get my head in the game? Of course you my, do. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> my to do list and my action plans and everything is set the night before so that I can go to bed with a clear mind and I'm not carrying on what I need to do the next day. However, when I wake up in the next day, um, I usually do a five-minute meditation and then I'll go straight into my gratitude journal. And that I find so powerful, Sinead. Ten things that I am grateful for every day in my journal really keeps... It's very difficult to be negative in a gratitude journal. So straight away, you're going to have a positive mindset. But the two words I use all the time are I am. And they're very powerful because what follows after them becomes the reality. So I am amazing. I'm really good at what I do becomes a reality. So in the gratitude journal, um, if it's okay to share how I write it. Yes. Help your listeners. Absolutely. Go for it. I write, I am so grateful for, then I pop in what it is I'm grateful for. But I follow it with a because. Because puts an intention behind it. So say, for example, today, I am so grateful for getting the opportunity to speak to Sinead today on the radio because I get a chance to share my insight and knowledge with other people. Maybe it will help somebody if they just hear something that I say today. So that's the kind of 
sentence. It's not more, it's not like I'm so grateful for water. Absolutely. But it's why. Why? I'm so yes. grateful for water. And the key so, thing is well be, isn't this, uh, that you, it can't feel like a chore. It can't feel yeah. like you're rhyming off a shopping list, you know, yeah. every day. Yeah. And if yeah. you can't think of 10 things, even three things, it's just. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. But you will find the more you get into the habit, there's some days where I'm like, oh, I could write 12 today. And it's just that you just draw it deeper and deeper and deeper. But it takes about 25 to 30 days of persistent writing it to make the habit of it. Yeah. And I use it with, when I see the students in school, every every student gets a gratitude journal, the PALS program gratitude journal. And some of them are kind of going, oh, Bree, this isn't homework. Another thing to write. I'm like, no, <laughs> try it. Just try it. And when they do, and not all of them do, so that's okay. But when they do, they come to me and say, this really works. I said, I know. I know it does because you cannot say I'm so grateful for feeling anxious today. Even if you're feeling anxious, you might say I'm so grateful for getting an opportunity to speak out today because I can relieve Mm. the stress a little. So we're not saying ignore the, the negative. We're saying how to turn it around into the positive. B, you have, I'm beaming here for me to ear to ear. As I said at the start, you always <laughs> put me in a positive humour. Thank okay. you so, so much for Monday Good Motivation. And uh, listen, we're definitely going to have you back on the show next year, that's for sure. Great. Look forward to talking to you again. Have a great day. Thank you. Thanks today. a million. Thanks there, B. B. Flanagan there. She is brilliant. I highly recommend that you go on to her website for more of that kind of wisdom. What will be with B? And the final B is like the buzzy B dot IE. And you can also find her on Facebook. 11 to 1 on LMFM with Gilmore's Kings Court. 201 sales event Thursday 14th to Tuesday 19th. Sunday inclusive. Test drive our new Mercedes-Benz model. Get your 201 event quotation. Plus, see the largest selection of used Mercedes Benz cars in the Northeast. Gilmore's Mercedes Benz Kings Court 201 sales event. Better is closer than you think. L-M.